Yes, the Southern segment uh, in the first part of our show today. Nathan Purden's given up uh, some of his Sunday afternoon for us. Uh, good afternoon to you, Nathan. Good afternoon, Greg. Yeah, thanks for your time, mate. This is when things start to get a bit serious. Three weeks on Tuesday to the IRT New Zealand Cup and your two-pronged attack, Akuta. The $2 favourite for the big race and self-assured, not only a winner of the New Zealand Cup in 2020, but a winner of this race a couple of years ago as well. How have the two big boys bounced out of last week's run where Akuta was successful, sitting parked, and self-assured made up a lot of ground? Have they bounced off that the way you and your dad, Mark, would have hoped? Yes, they have. Um, they're both in a really good zone at the moment. The, I think the last race probably would have topped them off to where they need to be as far as fitness goes. Let's start with Akuta. Big change this week. Your dad copping a suspension uh, which takes him out until New Zealand Cup week. So there was a bit of thinking to do around who was going to drive the favourite for the Cup. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, with, uh, with Liv sort of being there for quite quite some time and, and a lot of the drivers sort of already uh, already taken up to it sort of she was uh, right spot at the right time so uh, yeah she's uh, lives sort of fortunate enough to get the drive on the good horse but uh, yeah I'm sure she'll uh, she'll handle them right she's uh, she's in a good good line of form at the moment so hopefully she can keep it up she's basically unbeatable on your team at the moment Nathan and that can only give her confidence, and this horse will too, because speaking to your dad, he said he really has gone to another level. Yeah, that's a fair call. He's, uh, he's obviously always been a, a good horse all the way through, but certainly his preparation now, he's uh, a typical person, Look, he sat parked last week and, and was simply too strong for them. He's beautifully drawn up in barrier seven, so she's got so many strings to his bow that, barring bad luck, he has to be the horse to beat again, Nathan. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, he's uh, he's right where he needs to be, and, and as you say, it's not, a, not an awful draw. Um, Liv can sort of weigh up options. Hopefully, uh, yeah, if he just needs to, to sort of get away in the right spot and... Um, Yes, uh, after that, so the rest is up to her. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that the horse will uh, will put his best foot forward on the day anyway. With Blair Orange being committed to Republican Party, it means the horse you guys call Jimmy, self-assured, gets a bloke called Hurlihy on. You're not going to lack too much there. <laughs> no, no, he's certainly uh, he's not the best. He's certainly one of the best. So, uh, no, he's good, uh, very fortunate to get him on. And, um, you know, he's, uh, the, the horse is in a... In a good zone, and you know, I think um, you know, those two runs have, have done in the world are good. And, uh, you know, I think they run a really good race, Monday. Yeah, so a pass mark for him. He, he potentially could win this race. There's no question about that at all. But the stumbling block would be a cooter. So a top two finish for him seems pretty realistic, does it not? Well, I think so. Yeah, he's he's he'll run sort of the best the best race. Tomorrow, I'd say from his two runs to date, and you know if he does that and and um, and, and keeps improving, he's, he's certainly the first two chance. 
Look, is he showing any signs, as we know a lot with the horses when they get to this stage of their career? And in the old, Nathan, he'd be an eight-year-old, and he's, he's raced at the, the top level his entire racing career. Is he still sprightly around, around the stables? And, and do you, does he know, or do you think he knows, that he's getting on a wee bit? Yeah, I don't think so, Greg. He's um, he's sort of he's one of those horses. You, sometimes you you do think that some days you think, oh, maybe he's, he's a little bit past it, or um, you know, he goes out in the racetrack and you're, you're not expecting much, and and then he comes out and goes as good as he's ever gone. So, um, as you know, he's super sound, and and for a horse that's raced at the top level, it's um, you know, to keep him this sound and and sort of quite full of themselves, uh, he's doing such a great job. And himself, so as long as he can keep keep feeling well and, and you know being a sound horse, there's no reason he can't carry on to his uh, keep up to his best form. A couple of your other stars in tomorrow, Nathan, uh, both to be driven by Olivia, the unbeaten filly, of course, Millwood Nike, fifteen from fifteen. She's in the right sort of zone to continue on that run, in your opinion. Yeah, she is, Greg. Yeah, she's come on from that first up run and um she's in a really good zone she's uh she's something special and you know i'd be, be surprised if she couldn't carry on her, her, her winning way got a couple of other fillies in there love struck and amora Infidia. what are you expecting from them well two nice fillies um sort of run into a, a year with uh with nike it's sort of a little bit rough for them but um no, they're, they're both nice fillies on their day and i'm sure if they got the right trip in a race like that, they're um, yeah, they're both sort of first four chances. That's for sure. All right, the race before that is for the boys. Vessem's got barrier one. We walk by faith uh, is drawn in four and major hot a bit wider out. Um, I know your thoughts around Vessem and from barrier one, he would almost seem unbeatable. Yeah, it's um, it's a horse race. I wouldn't say he's unbeatable, but he's he's definitely a a very strong chance and uh, yeah he's got nothing to prove I don't think he's but we know he's he's a very good horse and um, you know no bad luck and you know, touch good luck on the day I think he'll, he'll take a power of beating. The other two horses uh, we walk by face only at the one run winning at Omaru Devin Van Til takes the drive and Major Hot's another one for Olivia that keeps going good races the wide draw won't help though. No no he's uh, he sort of missed a little bit of work Major Hot with uh, he had a bit of foot troubles, got an abscess, and um, and that was the reason he he sort of missed that um, the Harness Millions race. But uh, he's probably a, a touchdown fitness wise. So if he just got a, a card into it and run home, yeah, we would be more than happy. All right, a couple of fillies in the fourth. Madrid and Treacherous Babe. Madrid from Barrier One, Treacherous Babe drawn the outside. Do you rate one over the other? Oh, I'd say Treacherous Babe seems seems to have come come on, especially from the North Island. Um, prep, you know, she's she's sort of grown into a racehorse and really matured. So, um, yeah, if she got the right the right trip or if she could sort of work into the race at the right time, um, she's she's pretty smart filly. So um, I'd probably favour her over Madrid. All right, and can Oscar Oscar Bonavina continue on his way towards the Remwick Farms Dominion? He's been awesome in his two runs to date this time in. Yeah, well, he's, he seems very sound. He's always, through his whole uh, career, he's, he's always had a little niggle here and there, but uh, he does seem very sound, and he's a real happy horse at the moment. He's trotting really good, so um, you know, I think he's in probably the form of his life at the moment. So, um, 
he, he can definitely win the race anyway. Nathan, for our Trots Talk listeners, and there'll be a pick six tomorrow, um, which you guys have several chances in. I know you're probably going to say Vesem's your best chance, but he's probably too short for most of our listeners. What What's the second best chance for you guys tomorrow that the listeners need to play into whatever they're doing with the TAB? Uh, I'd say Treacherous Babies are probably the, the next best chance. Um, it's probably relatively good odds. All right, 5.50 the price around uh, her with Blair Orange aboard. Thanks so much for your time as always, Nate. No worries at all, Greg. All right, that's Nathan Purden, trains alongside his father. This man's not in the training partnership, but his wife, Jenna, is. John Dunn is his name. His father, Robert, master trainer, a couple of premierships in the bag for him uh, too. The Diamond Racing Team always to be respected any time of the year, but... It's a pretty exciting time, Johnny, isn't it, when you, you head to Ashburton, you know that the big month of November is pretty close. Yeah, you sure do, Greg, and uh, yeah, it's not far right. It's come, in, it's come around pretty quick, and like you say, yeah, good, good horses are stepping out and all racing now, so uh, no, great time of year. All right, Ashburton uh, tomorrow is a big one for you guys, as we would expect. Let's start with the feature race, where you have Bark and Mighty Louie. Bark's still on an IRT New Zealand Cup path. Mighty Louie, I note, uh, has been withdrawn. Uh, what are your expectations with Bark, and is tomorrow D-Day for him? Is it the day you go, yes, we're pressing on? He's 18th at the moment in the rankings. And how do you think he's going? Yeah, well, tomorrow is sort of... Uh I'll put his hand up tomorrow, Greg, and he's actually going really good. He's sort of uh, disappointing. He put the wrong step in um, at Addington around the first bend, but uh, he's sort of horse. He generally steps very quick, and he'd want to tomorrow and, and be up on speed. And um, yeah, he'd be hanging out for the sort of the right run, but uh, if he can get that, hopefully not too far away at the finish. I tell you what, Mighty Louie wasn't bad last time uh, either, Johnny. He was seventh on paper. It doesn't read that well behind a but I actually think he went pretty good. Yeah, he's a lot better, but it's hard on Rory Greg. Sort of, is the handicap race last time, so he stepped very quick, and he sort of um, it's gonna be hard on Rory. Um, I know it's not only ten in, in the field, but still, here we are relying on a lot of luck. All right, the Garrard Sire Stakes Sophomore Classic. This really interesting three-year-old bunch we have at the moment. You guys have Triple G, who's delight, and Charlie Brown. Triple G just down on his absolute best lately, but he gets another chance tomorrow. Yeah, he does. He's actually been, yeah, like I say, disappointing the last couple. He sort of, and even last start, he got a near enough run. He sat in the one one the whole way, and he felt good and pulled him out. And didn't have much there, so uh, he actually changed his chain, changed his training around a wee bit, sort of trying to sharpen him up to come off off one's back a bit quicker. So uh, he seems good at home. So hopefully it works. Who's delight had no luck in the big group one at the flying stakes last time. Um, Wherever he went, well, Zach Butcher got him, and he got three days as a result. And then he got squeezed up uh, in the latter part of that race when Don't Stop Dreaming went by. Um, he's he's really the horse bubbling under the radar, isn't he? He 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 could easily win a race like this. He is actually. He's, he's stepping up all the time, and uh, like I say, no luck at all last time out. Unfortunately, that that um, horse took nothing out of that, so he bounced back fine from that. So. Um, no, and it's sort of also harder to go the better he likes it, and manners are manners are getting a lot better, and it's getting more tractable in races. So, um, yeah, like you say, he's sort of not far away from those top ones. All right. Yeah, it's a tricky race though, isn't it? Seventeen hundred drawn wide on the front row. 
you do need a few things still to go your way because this group, with no Merlin and Don't Stop Dreaming there, or even when they are there, they're very even, aren't they? Yeah, like you say, they're a great bunch of three-year-olds we've got at the moment. Um, like we're out wide, it's not going to be easy. There's a lot of gates feed inside. So uh, in 1700, I think the 1700 helps a fraction more, but longer than the mile. So um, yeah, but he's sort of horse the hard. They go really, really hard up front. Um, he sort of horse he loves that, and he won't be far if they, if they do that. And Charlie Brown inside second row follows out Boris O'Kane. It's probably not the ideal draw, but gee, he's going great too, Johnny. He's going really good runs, as he says. Um, yeah, like you say, it's not an ideal draw, but uh, hopefully Big Boris is paced around one piece and not too far back on the fence. Um, get back too far on the fence. And that's sort of the way you've got to drive him to. He's a sit-sprint little fella. So um, maybe, hopefully just gets a wee bit of luck that we need in, in the race. Hamiltonian, you've got Sonny's sister from the outside of the second row in a very competitive three-year-old section this year. Yeah, it's not going to be easy out there, but... Uh, I think it's followed Bob's horse. He looks like the one to beat. He's a great um, two runs this time back. He looks like he's a lot stronger. And uh, I hope I can just try and follow follow him uh, for as long as I can in the race. But uh, just never hand the grass last start. She seems good at home. And, um, yeah, hopefully just get around in one piece and maybe hit the line strong. You'll be looking to take advantage of Dance Till Dawn's draw compared to Artie's Express. And it is a pref draw. Um, very good win two starts back. Uh, albeit down in grade, and, and I thought a pretty solid performance last time. Uh, she's very capable, isn't she, in race number 10? Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah, great two starts back, and I thought last start got sort of held up enough enough to be um, affect her a wee bit, and then once she hit the line, she hit the line once she got out very well. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to take, like I say, Artie's Art Express is the one to beat, and she's out, out wide in the second row, so I've got to take advantage at the start if I try the best I can anyway to um, have a crack to beat her. All right, a few other chances for you. Kawhi, can't touch this in the first couple of races. Follow Your Dream and Forever Me. What's the best of those? And, of course, the stable have Adesanya in the last, who I thought swarming towards a bit better form. Yeah, he's getting better. He's just sort of he's lacking that bit of speed at the end, but he, he keeps grinding the line. But uh, I'd say Kawhi, he's very disappointing last time out, but the, the horse that trolled up, um, if that Kawhi turns up, I, I'd say uh, well, hopefully he does, and... I'll tell you, be my best one. All right. That's a $4.50 chance for Cousin Tom Bagri in race number one. What's the best of the diamond racing chances tomorrow at Ashburton, Johnny? Uh, I'll go who's the light. Who's, I know he's drawn right. out wide. It's not going to be easy. But, um, just on work at home and ways scenes and ways racing, I'll go him. All right. Great each way chance at $9. Always appreciate your time. Go well tomorrow. Thanks for that, Greg. Beautiful. That's Johnny Dunn uh, out of the Wood End base. Of course, his wife Jenna, his dad Robert uh, with the Diamond Racing team and Johnny has a huge part to play in that.